you're listening to Birds, Bees, and Teas, a sexuality education and storytelling podcast hosted by yours truly, Miss Nia Angie Africana Sutton. Hey, teasers. Welcome back to another episode of Birds, Bees, and Teas. I am your lovely, wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous, everything that girl host, Miss Nia Angie Africana Sutton. And today's episode is brought to you by Angie's Thrift Shop, which is my online thrift store, another Black-owned business that you all can support. So follow my Instagram page um, for my online thrift store at Angie Thrift Shop. Okay? Okay. I feel so honored and so blessed to be able to bring you all another episode of Birds, Bees, and Teas. Um, the support has been outstanding and amazing, and I appreciate you all so very much. Y'all are encouraging me and pushing me to keep going and keep bringing fresh, hot content to the episode. Um, so I'm excited. And with that, that brings me to this week's episode um, where we will dive more into sex tech, which I mentioned on episode two of Dating, Sex, and COVID-19. On this episode, I will expound upon that conversation a little more and talk about sex tech in relationships and virtual and distance intimacy. So grab your teacups and get ready to sip some sweet, hot sex tech tea, okay? So my first time hearing the term sex tech was when I read the article that I mentioned in episode two. And that article is entitled, Less Sex But More Sexual Diversity, Changes in Sexual Behavior During the COVID-19 Coronavirus Pandemic. Sex tech is innovative technology that is utilized in any and every aspect of the human sexual experience. So this ranges from dating to actual sexual intercourse. So everything from your dating apps to sex robots, okay? So of course, I knew these things existed, but I wasn't aware of the movement that is sex tech. So of course, if I learn something new, y'all gonna learn it too, okay? That's how we gonna do it on BBT. This also proves to be a gap in my professional and educational network. So, you know, I've told y'all about how I've been working in this field for so long. And I've also attended sexual health conferences and trainings all over the U.S. Um, And I don't recall ever learning about sex tech in a comprehensive way. Of course, I've attended workshops um, and, you know, learned things about individual concepts or ideas of how to incorporate or the influence of technology um, in sex, but not about like sex tech as a whole idea. So I'm really excited to um, learn more about it and I'm really interested in it now and I'm really excited to share with you all about it. Um, And I became especially interested after reading this article by Cindy Gallup who is an English sex tech pioneer, and she's the founder of Make Love Not Porn. Now, this is some tease, okay? 
Make Love Not Porn is a site where you can browse and find videos of real people having real sex. Um, Cindy Gallup created this site because porn and technology's impact on real life consensual sex um, was negative, you know, in her experiences. Um, and so she wanted to give real couples um, and real people like not paid actors a platform and an opportunity to showcase what real sex looks like and not let porn and like media publicized sex shape people's ideas about what sex is because porn is not real sex that's like orchestrated with actors so that's what make love not porn um focuses on so cindy gallup has um been featured on a ted talk where she explains um, how sex in the media is so silent and non-communicative. So Make Love Not Porn features videos of people having real-time dialogue about consent, turn-ons, likes and dislikes, pleasure, kinks, and their needs. Because with better communication comes better sex. And I can stamp that. Okay. So, um, Cindy Gallup's article is entitled, What is Sex Tech and Why is Everyone Ignoring It? So, I wish I could just, like, read to y'all the whole thing because it's really pulling me in. But I'm going to um, drop y'all some gems from the article, okay? So, I fell in love with it because, like, one of the first lines in it says that sex tech is important because sex and sexuality lie at the heart of everything we are and everything we do. I couldn't agree more with that statement. And that is why I do this work and also why I started this podcast. Um, you know, sex is so shamed and so stigmatized, but it's really a huge part of who we are and what we are and what we do and how we operate in life. And Cindy Gallup talks about this too. Um, another gem says that no other area of human existence is hedged around with so much shame, embarrassment, guilt, and self-torment. And that is just so true. Like, we operate with everything else in life so normally or like, like it is a normal part of our lives. And we know that sex is a normal part of our lives, but yet we still allow ourselves to be shamed by it. And then we have negative health outcomes as a result of, you know, the shame and the stigma. Um, so it's really important to lift these things up and sex tech is a way to do that. So um, Cindy Gallup goes on to say that areas of application for sex tech are endless. There are so many ways and um, approaches to consider um, in sex tech. And so she highlights like some innovations that have taken place. Now, some of these um, companies that I'm going to name or um, things that I'm going to name, they are like European um, because this is an English um, person who wrote this. So there's a company called Slixa and um, they revolutionized escort services um, like similar to how we would use Uber or Lyft. 
right? Just making it really convenient in that way. There is also another site called Kink B&B. And this is basically like Airbnbs, but for specific kinks. How smart is that? You know, why didn't I think about something like that? <laughs> okay, and then um, another example that she listed of how sex tech can be um, implemented and can be innovative. Um, there's a company called Mr. and Mrs. Smith that was founded by James Lohan and um, Tamara Herbert Percy. And they basically created a guide for great hotels to have sex in because people like hotel sex like we know that and so they created a guide based around something that is like a pillar of you know our existence it's like we don't talk about it because we don't have to because we know that like hotel sex is elite that is like such a good innovation um and such good reason for us to really start paying more attention to um sex tech Unfortunately, there are no um, like college or accelerator business schools, publications or anything like that that encourage potential entrepreneurs to explore sex tech. But that doesn't mean that the possibilities aren't endless, especially as we continue to battle COVID-19 and sex tech becomes more popularized in the forms of OnlyFans and things like that. Um, and more utilized in the forms of sex toys and video calls. In fact, these forms of sex tech have been essential for long-distance couples for literally ever. And they are now being more explored for people who are seeking virtual intimacy due to distance, whether it be COVID-related or just, um, you know, like long-distance dating and things like that, uh, which is definitely something that is more realistic for millennials because, you know, we live all over and we go to different cities and, you know, we meet people while we're on vacation or we meet people on the internet, things like that. So the other day in the group chat, my friend asked this question and I thought it was really good and super relative um, to what we are talking about on today's episode. She asked, what are some ways you would want someone to show affection to you while being distant from one another? And how would you show affection to that person? So, you know, me and my friends, we started coming up with like a list of things in the group chat. Um, and it was really interesting. So here are some of the things that um, I came up with and some tips that I, you know, would encourage you all to try. Okay, so sweet and thoughtful text. That's always an easy way to connect with a partner um, virtually or over long distance. Also, sending pictures is really um, important. So, like, not just, like, your sexy pictures, but also just pictures of, like, what you're doing throughout the day, or if you look cute, you know, a, a good selfie. Um, you can also schedule distance date nights, like um, a movie night, or let's have a cooking night where we cook the same meal or something like that over FaceTime. 
handwritten letters in the mail definitely a way to express intimacy and also um, surprises like ordering food for the person or sending something to their job something like that um, you can always send gifts to people and flowers things like that um, and then creating and sending playlists as well like music playlists that make you think of the other person just you know little sweet things like that so those are the ways to be intimate outside of sex but then of course there is straight up virtual sex it can be phone sex um and it can also be video sex like live video sex or like we record videos back and forth those are some things that um you know you can do with a partner um and then somebody like brought up like well what if my partner doesn't have an iphone and they can't facetime well you can definitely video chat over several other apps um including snapchat you know that's where all the little creepy little freak stuff already be going on anyway you know so you could get your creep on on snapchat some other ways that um you can connect with a partner um using your phone um and i learned this at the north carolina sexual health conference or what is more popularly known as nc sex con it's like an outstanding amazing conference um yes get into it um for the people in sex ed if you're not um or in sexual health if you're not hip get hip and see sex con but um yes i learned here that you can use your phone um in creative ways to connect with your partner like you all come up with an emoji um and that is you all's emoji that when you're thinking about your partner and you don't really have time to send them like a intimate text or a sweet text you can send them that emoji to let them know that you're thinking about them you miss them you love them whatever you all decide for that emoji to mean um i also learned that it's good to have a platform a like a social or virtual platform that is specific for sexting and virtual sex um so like maybe if it is snapchat that you and your partner use um like that be the place where y'all do all y'all little freaky phone things um so you know that if you're getting this snapchat message from your bae then like that is you know you know what type of time they're on versus you know them sending you a text message or sending you something over instagram okay and so i'm not endorsing snapchat but i was just using it as an example if you want to use your iMessage, you know go ahead do your thing and so what i will say about all of these things you know um you know it was really fun sharing that list with y'all but just because it's virtual sex doesn't mean that consent and comfort and boundaries and trust don't apply. Um, like just because it's not in person or like real life sex doesn't mean that, you know, a person still wouldn't want those things. In fact, many people feel less comfortable with using sex tech and virtual intimacy um, as opposed to real life sex. So that's why it's even more important to communicate 
and focus on the essentials like trust and comfortability. If you're looking to try incorporating sex tech or virtual intimacy, I encourage you to start with one tip from the list of things that I mentioned on today's episode or one thing that you would be interested in. You know, you can do your own research and find out what you like, something that wouldn't send you over the edge, but um, allow you to dip your toes in and test it out. Um, Try some things for yourself or try with someone that you trust already so that you can test and see what you like and what you don't like and develop your boundaries around this new thing. Remember that your sexuality is your own and it's what you make it. So make the best of it. And that's all the teas that I have for you on this episode of Birds, Bees, and Teas. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on whatever streaming platform or listening platform you're using. Leave us a review, please. Those are so important for us and for the podcast. And we definitely um, take what you all say and use it constructively to build um, our future episodes. Remember to follow us on social media at Birds, Bees, and Teas on everything. So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Birds, Bees, Teas. And stay tuned for our next episode. Thanks, teasers. You're listening to Birds, Bees, and Teas, a sexuality education and storytelling podcast hosted by yours truly. Miss Nia, Angie Africana Sutton.